Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. Today, we are talking about why you should stop asking for advice. And you might be thinking like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean I never ask anyone else for what they think? Or do I just not trust other people? And I just want to clarify several things for you today. And to invite you to open up to the awareness and reflection that every single one of us, you and me and your parents, your friends, your clients, your kids, every single human being on this planet has their own personal experience. Yes, we are a collective. Yes, we all share lots of experiences. Yes, we have a ton to learn from each other. I mean, you're listening to my voice right now. So you're listening to a podcast with me talking and you're taking in information that I'm giving you. However, the way I've always worked with my clients, with the women in my circle and with you is this way. I believe a million percent that you have everything that you need within you, that you have the answers for yourself and that you are the first and last decision point in your life. What does that mean? When you have a decision to make, a choice to make, a shift in your life, anything, 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 even like what you want to eat for lunch, every question in your life has an answer that is most served by you trusting yourself. Now, this does not mean that we never ask for opinions. It doesn't mean we never, we never seek mentorship. It doesn't mean that we never seek other experts who are amazing at what they do for insights. However, the first and last decision points are yours. So let's go into the first decision point. Before you go out and ask someone else for their advice or their opinion or anything else, it is crucial that you take a beat, whether it's a moment or an hour or a day to tap in to your own perspective your own position. If you get into this as a habit, as a ritual, as a norm, then you will have that first instinct, that first insight, which is always, I would say most of the time, 99% of the time, 
pretty right on. Like maybe there's pieces of information that you don't have. And in order to make an ultimate final decision, you need to gather information. You need to gather insights, gather other people's perspectives. But that last decision point is still yours, right? Which means that no one else is to blame. No one else has um, the right to tell you what that last decision point is. This gives you full responsibility, but it also gives you a lot of freedom, right? So the first decision point and the last decision point is yours. Now, the reason that the first decision point is so important is because if you don't take time to do that, then when you ask somebody else for their opinion and insight and perspective, it is very luring, alluring, it is very likely that you would take theirs on in some way. You'd be influenced to a higher degree than you want to be because you haven't really taken time to get clear. And it doesn't mean that first decision point doesn't mean that you're 100% fully clear on what you want to do or think or say or have. It just means that you are like you formed your own starting point, right? So that when someone else gives you their insight, you have something to bounce off of like, oh yeah, that does sound right. Or no, that actually doesn't sound right. And here's why, right? You're less likely to be hyper influenced by other people. Why is this important? The reason that I teach this first and last decision anchor point is because when you ask advice before you've had time to listen and contemplate, like I just said, right? You are basically leaving yourself open to a path of regret and resentment, right? Because even if you choose to ask a trusted mentor or friend or a partner, if you end on your own choice, you have the responsibility and you can then shift and change things quickly if you need to, if they're working or not. But if you make a decision based on what somebody else told you and then it doesn't work out for you, there is a chance that you will have not honored yourself. So learning your own decision-making style and process is really, really important. So when I say first and last decision point, it gives you a frame of reference, but what you do in between that first and last decision point is going to be critically unique to you, right? That's why having tools like understanding your own decision-making style, whether it's through a tool like human design or um, just reflecting on how you've made decisions in the past when they've worked really well and other times when you've made a decision too quickly or without having enough information, right? This is like the work of a lifetime. You're always gonna be learning and growing, but when you take time to get to know your own decision-making style, it's going to give you so much freedom in being a patient with yourself, be trusting that you do have the answers for yourself and see course correcting when you've gone in a way that isn't working as you thought, right? Because we're all going to learn and grow and get things wrong. So for example, a lot of times I have um, clients who are interested in starting an online business or growing an online business, or maybe they've been in the online business before, and now they're like, they're wanting to either make a change or decide whether they want to hire a mentor, take a new course, things like that. It's like this really critical decision point in their own mind, right? And maybe you're facing a decision like that as well. And what starts to happen is 
if you don't have a ritual or a practice where you can check in with your own knowing in a way that really allows you to trust it, even if you don't know why, you're going to start being vulnerable to other people around you, whether it's a partner or a friend or seeing other people do things that are working for them, right? Like um, you're scrolling through social media and you see someone that you like, honor and respect uh, do certain kind of work. And you're like, oh, maybe I should do that kind of work. Maybe I should be a copywriter. Maybe I should do branding. Maybe I should do this kind of, uh, you know, offer, create this kind of course in my program or whatever the decision might be, if it's applicable to your business. And you start making that decision from a place of like panicky energy where you are just wanting to feel the relief of being out of the question. And you make that decision and it becomes another decision that didn't feel right, wasn't fully aligned and came from a place of panic and mistrust of yourself. And maybe you even have pressure from somebody outside of yourself, like a partner or family member who is like, you know, telling you to make a decision in a certain way or not to spend money or to whatever, whatever, the, whatever their influence is. And that's totally normal, right? Like, because nobody else knows you the way that you do. Um, they might see things about you that you don't see about yourself. So it's very important to get like used to taking it sort of that critical feedback. If you have a trusted person, that's why mentoring and coaching can be so powerful because sometimes that mentor or coach can see something or ask you the right question that allows you to tune back into your own knowing, right? So when you are asking for advice, <laughs> it is critical. And I mean, the title of this episode is Stop Asking for Advice. So I get, you, you get the sense of why, what I would tell you, right? Like, you don't need me to tell you, you don't need anyone else to tell you. In fact, I just, I just got off a, a client call this morning. And when we started the call, the way I start all of my coaching calls is, you know, and this is a new client. So I kind of gave her this, you know, framework of, I am not here to tell you what to do. I'm not here to give you the 10 steps to do the right thing. I am here to help you access your own intuition and here's how we're going to do it. And then I take them through a series of exercises to um, give them the tools. I give my clients the tools to be able to tap into their own intuitive knowing. And it was really powerful because at the end of the session, she was extremely lit up in this idea that she's like, I can't believe I, I was able to get, you know, the answers for myself so quickly. And that's how it works when you have a way to, or a method or a tool to tap into your own knowing, you can start to feel, and I, and the shift in her was like palpable from the beginning where she was like, just tell me what to do to the end of the call, where she was like, wow, I really am so surprised at how quickly I received my answers and they feel so right. And I can feel that they resonate with me and my body. Um, that's a huge gift. If you have, you know, the tools, or if you have a coach or a mentor who's, who's telling you what to do versus someone who's helping you access your own inner wisdom, that's a whole different conversation. Like I've been with coaches who just sort of tell me what they think I should do. And I remember feeling like, oh, it's just like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. But I, there were times where it was really early on in my coaching career. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll try that. Sure. I'll try that. And it never quite felt 100% right. And I had to learn that the hard way. 
versus having mentors who taught me how to go into my own inner knowing and how to keep coming back to it, right? And this is like the inner work that is so crucial to do. It's the, it's the, the, it's the only way that we can start to have confidence in our own pace, in our own style of decision-making. Like for me, I, I do love human design. Actually, I have, I've like, I think I've dipped maybe two toes into it. Right. So I know some, I can definitely coach um, clients around some aspects of it, but I'm not a human design expert by any means. I just start, I I'm really curious about it for myself more than anything. And here's the cool thing because I'm so intuitive because I've been so intuitive since I was really young and I know myself really, really well. Yes. I've made mistakes and I have regrets and things that I've done that I was like, Oh my gosh, why did I do that? And I've learned that I've, those type, those times that I've made decisions or um, quote unquote mistakes, which aren't really mistakes because they're always something I've learned from. Um, it's when I was too quick. I, I went down this pl- to this place of feeling like I had to make a decision or I didn't even have enough information, but I felt like I, the intuitive part of me wanted to make a decision quickly, um, which really wasn't my intuitive part. If I, if I'm really being honest with myself, it was more like, um, reactive versus intuitive. And so what I learned about myself through my own process of making mistakes and getting things right is that I have two or maybe three different types of decision-making styles, like when it comes to certain topics. So for some things, I decide really quickly, like yes to this, no to that, yes to this, no to that. And that's usually with like clothing or food or, you know, smaller decisions. I have a very quick intuitive style. When it comes to bigger decisions, like investing money, hiring a coach, uh, choosing business decisions for my my company, like things that I do within my company, um, those decisions I have found usually require me to be very patient with myself and to take a lot of time, a lot is you know, relative to me and my timeline, um, to take the time to gather information, to sit with all of my options, to get very clear, to perhaps have a few conversations with people that I trust and inform them of the decision-making process that I'm going through, right? Not giving them the power to, like, I wouldn't go to someone and say, here are my three options, which one should I do? It's not at all something I would do. I would inform the most important people in my life, like my husband or a mentor I'm working with or um, whoever was relevant to the decision, like maybe some whoever was invested in the outcome. Um, Here's where I am in my decision-making process. Here's what I'm thinking. Can I speak it out loud with you? Can I process? Because I'm a verbal processor. So for me, having people to go to that I can process my decision-making process with is very, very helpful for me. This is something that I've had to learn along the way and something that would serve you really well to get to know what your decision-making process is. This will help you to get in a place where you don't have to ask for advice, but instead you can choose to consciously and intentionally ask for reflection on your process and have someone ask you really good questions. So that's why it's so powerful to have like a mastermind or to have a coach who is really good at this or a partner who you have trained to not just give you advice, but to hold space for you to be in the questioning process. So for me, I used to be someone who like, 
I wouldn't ask for advice as sort of like a, as a defense mechanism, right? Because I didn't want anyone to tell me what to do. <laughs> like it's a very typical, um, like for me, it's very typical for me not to want to ask people what to do. Don't tell me what to do. It's a little bit of that rebellious streak that I have. It's also once I learned about the manifesting generator, uh, human design aspect of my personality and my birth chart, it's, it validated for me. It didn't give me new information. It validated for me what I already knew about myself. It kind of granted the permission for myself that I didn't even know I needed to trust that I have a very unique style of making decisions and I can't be impatient with it. I can't push it faster than I need to. And I have to feel a full yes in my body. Like I have a very sacral center, full body yes in my body. When I have that yes, I don't need to... Like, I don't need to talk myself into it. It's just a very clear yes. I might still have a little fear around it, which is normal um, in taking leaps and making, you know, risky decisions and investments. But you sort of get used to that feeling in your body of knowing that, wow, I'm getting this feeling because I'm excited, but I'm also a little scared, but I can feel the big yes in my body. So I've learned that I was right on and like instinctually, I knew that I didn't need to ask anyone for advice. And I just needed to trust my own decision-making style, right? And you don't have to do human design to, to get to this. It's really about what I'm going to ask you to do for yourself is to start noticing. Either take time to look back and reflect on times where you've made decisions that worked really well for you and you were like, those that was an amazing decision. Or where you were more like, what was I thinking? how did I say yes to that so quickly when I really meant no, right? So you're like, have a little bit of that self-betrayal piece happening, which can happen. So what I want to invite you to, to notice, either take time to look back and reflect on really powerful hell yes decisions you made and what were you feeling at that time? And then times where you sort of were influenced unnecessarily by opinions that you asked for. And now in the present moment, which is where we have power, is to start noticing how you make decisions on the small things as well as the big things because they both matter. The smaller decisions give you confidence in quickly navigating through things. And to be honest, the, the more you get practiced in this, like, like when you become, especially around your business or around your family, like the more you can trust and really feel rooted in your decision-making, they're going to take you a lot less time because like when it comes to decision-making, the people who can't make a decision and get stuck in analysis paralysis or overthinking, it's very painful to be there because it feels like you're stuck. It feels like you need someone to tell you what to do. And we don't, we really, really don't. In fact, when, we, when we're like at, at the bottom of the well and we're looking for that rope to, for someone to throw down that rope so we can climb up their decision, right? Yes, it rescues you in the moment so you don't feel like you're stuck in the bottom of the well, but ultimately you might have climbed out into a solution that simply didn't work for you or that worked for someone else, but not for you. And so then you have to sort of backpedal and do, you know, do over. Of course, I would say that those are really good lessons. And I can definitely think of times where I made choices that seemed practical and logical and worked for other people around me, but it wasn't what I ultimately would have done from a soul aligned place. 
So I hope I've given you a ton to think about and feel into. Um, This is the root of the work that we do in the divinely aligned circle, where I teach you how to declare your desires, how to align with them and then amplify them into the world, whether it's in your life, in your business, your work, or in your relationships, right? Because those decision-making skills, that muscle applies to everything, right? It applies to what you're making for dinner tonight, and it applies to um, money you're investing in yourself and in your business. It applies to where you're going to take your family on vacation. Like it applies to everything. Decisions are constant. And if you're constantly pushing against your own knowing and doing things because you're asking for advice from other people, you're going to end up with a series of unfortunate regrets, A series of unfortunate regrets can lead to you waking up one day and feeling like, whose life am I living anyway, right? And then it's going to feel so dramatic and so big. Um, I, and I work with women like this, and I've been that woman in some, you know, some points of my life where I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I did it again. Um, and it's normal. You're not going to get it right the first time and the 10th time. It's going to be an ongoing inner journey. But I am 100% convinced, I've seen it in every aspect of my work and my own life, that if you are starting with your decision-making process by asking for advice from other people, you're going to be off track from the very beginning. And it's going to be very difficult to then hear your own inner knowing. So starting with your own inner knowing as your first decision point and ending with your inner knowing as your last decision point will help you to live a life that is aligned with your truth, right? And this does not mean you never ask for help. It doesn't mean you don't get support. It doesn't mean that you don't have mentors and trusted people in your life that tell you the truth when you need to hear it. All those things are amazing, but it does not take away from the fact that you are the first and last decision point in your life. All right, that is the word for you today. If you want support and community around learning to trust yourself so deeply that you don't ever question your own inner knowing, right? I mean, does it mean that like you become, you know, a jerk to everyone else, right? It doesn't. It means that you become so empowered and, and stand tall and rooted in your own knowing that you start to inspire people around you to feel the same way about themselves. And then you have two empowered people coming together and you can have a good time instead of feeling like you have to fix each other or mend each other in some way. It's a very different relationship. Okay, as always, um, if you have any questions, please find me on Instagram and you can DM me there, Elena underscore Lipson. If you'd like ongoing community and support and sisterhood, I invite you into the divine divinely aligned circle. And you can find that link in my Instagram bio or in the show notes. You can learn all about the amazing content, the community, and what we can help you do, which is trust yourself more than other people's opinions, which leads to a life of alignment, of inner worth, inner wealth, and inner grace. If you've received some insight and realizations from this episode, I would love it if you could share it, write a review and send it as a text message. Just, you know, if you just go to the 
podcast and click those little three dots and click share. You can send it directly via text message to one or two friends. I would be so grateful if you did that, spread the word and have that conversation with the women in your life about trusting yourselves more versus asking for opinions in order to even figure out what you think. All right. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.